peace. Peace be multiplied. I love the, like I said, Jesus' teachings because they're so simple that anyone can really understand them. And one of the greatest uh, uh, way he does that was parables. And we're going to use one today. And we're going to talk about something that the Bible talks about that makes us uncomfortable. It, 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 we don't like to be made uncomfortable, but you can't grow unless you're uncomfortable. That's right. Being uncomfortable helps you to grow. And uh, one of the things that, uh, I don't know, uh, if you have something of value, if you have something of value, why would you toss that value away? I've seen so many people uh, get money or be blessed by money or something and then throw that money away. I've seen some people do it with friends and walk away from those friends. And so we're talking about something that is of value to you, you see. Or your, you know, you can be saved, but your Christian life, you throw it away. And so, there, see, so I'm going to tell you something that really hurts, and it hurts me, and it probably hurts you. Some folks ain't going to get it. That's right. Some folks ain't going to get it. Because remember, I told you that. Coach Ventura told me in high school, he said, Chet, you're going to find out in life that some folks just can't cut it. And I found out in life that, Brother Roderick, some folks just can't cut it. That's right. Because they don't have a desire to want to cut it, you see. And so because it takes work. And some, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 23 and 9, speak not in the ears of a fool. So it is telling us that there, there's something to that. It's telling us to speak, don't speak uh, wisdom into the eyes of a fool. Go ahead, please. That's right. Yeah. It says, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. He will despise the wisdom of thy words. So a lot of people, you're wasting your time speaking wisdom to a fool. Because the fool's going to wind up despising your words. Right. So why are you wasting your time and your words talking to a fool? Come on. And then, you know, sometimes if you're not careful, if you talk to a fool and you're trying to talk something wise to a fool, they get to the point they have you right. acting a fool. That's right. So now you got two fools. That's right. Start out one wise, one fool, now there's two fools. You see, I'm serious. That's right. You have, so it, it's telling us and it's warning us, speak not into the ears of a fool. For he would despise the wisdom of thy words. How many times are you going to keep going over and over and over to the same person? They just say, well, it's my brother. He's a fool. That's right. That's right. It's my sister. She's a fool. That's right. They ain't going to get it. Damn, ready to take a deep breath. It's my son. It's my daughter. You see, you could, yeah, there's just some folks that ain't going to get it. That's right. And you're wasting your time talking to them. This ain't me saying this. I didn't write any Proverbs. Wish I had them. But if I'd have wrote one, this, this would be one, because I've seen in my life, because I've been that person before in my life. Well. The fool person. Well. Okay? You see, so what the Bible is warning us to be careful with your wisdom, where you place it at. You see, where are you placing your wisdom at, where it's going to be most effective at? That's right. All right? We're told in Romans chapter 1, verse 28 from the King James. So we went from the Old Testament, now we're in the New Testament. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. So a lot of times, see, people want to say, well, 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 God never gives up yet. 
Yeah, he does. This is the scripture says, yeah, he does. He gets tired. He can get tired of you. This is, this is the Bible. And I like that. If God gets tired, that makes good sense to me. And he's got more patience than I got. But the Bible says here in Romans, he's going to turn them over to a reprobated mind. Do we have a reprobated mind? You know, that's, that's quite a person. And if you read that whole uh, uh, scripture in there, uh, uh, there's a lot of things. And uh, Brother Kyle, would you just go ahead and get more of that reprobated mind and sure. that scripture? And I will just ad-lib if you yep. use your phone. I would just ad-lib. I don't think we have it on there, do we? I'll just ad-lib till it gets there. And a lot of people don't understand the power of this scripture. And it's Romans 1 and 28. They don't get the power of what a reprobated mind can do and where it can take you. The NIV says a depraved mind to those, yes, yes, yes. And so what, what, what's going on is there's some people to the point that they can't do right. When they think they're right, you can show them how wrong they are. In other words, they're going to live like they're going to live. You see, they can set up in church, you can teach them, you can do everything, but a reprobated mind does. Go ahead, please. So we're going to go back up. I'm going to read this from the NIV, mm -hmm. just so they don't know that God wasn't tired. Because <laughs> he's talking to the church. He said, furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, God gave them over to a depraved mind. Wow. So that they do what ought not to be done. But he's talking to, he's talking to us. People set up in a view. He said, they got all this knowledge, but they ain't doing none of it. He just turned them over to a depraved mind or a reprobated mind, King James. Keep going. He says, they've become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They're gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. This is church folks. This is what the Bible's talking about, church folks. See, what gets me is we preach to people on the outside. No, the Bible's written to people on the inside. That's right. Paul was writing, this is church folks, or people so-called Christians. He's writing to us and trying to tell us, hey, there's some folk, you can get into a condition to the point where God is sick of you. He said, what, I remember uh, in the old days, used to have a, coal stoves or wood stoves in the middle of the house. Some of y'all don't know about that, you see. And they would tell you one time, don't, let go out. don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they said, don't, don't, boy, now you know that stove's hot. And then, but you, you, you got that depraved mind, got you. that reprobated mind, you gonna touch it and get burnt, you see, you see. And the next thing that goes in, I try to tell you, don't come in here crying. That's old school. You, you right. can't do that now, right. but old school. Don't come up in here crying. I told you not to do that. That's what happened to you. Shut up. That's what they used to do. That's old school. That's old school. Come on, some of y'all know old school now. Some of y'all know old school now. Because, see, you didn't want to hear what was told to you. I told you not to touch the stove. But you want to take it up on your own to, you know, you see. get. That's right. That's right. And so uh, that parent got sick of it. Mm -hmm. I ain't telling you no more. Some of y'all know that? Mm -hmm. right. right? Well, God is like a parent. 
He said, okay, have your way. Mm -hmm. Have your way and do it your way and suffer the consequences. Suffer the consequences. It's like you said in church. Come on, y'all. You said in church, you get the information, you're getting the lessons in church, but you're not putting any of it in your life. It turns you over to a and then you wind up someplace, and now you can't get out of that thing because it's so deep into your spirit, you think you're right when you're totally wrong. Yes. You have no clue what's the difference between right and wrong. It's my way or no way. That's right. All right. You with me? I know this is a tough message uh, during uh, Christmas time coming, but it's a good message for Christmas time because it'll, keep, it'll help you uh, to keep your credit cards in your pocket. I done got you out of debt once. Are y'all with me? Come on. I ain't doing it again. Yeah, you got a reprobated mind, so you want to go ahead and do that, now you're right back where you were. You see, once you start opening that door, have you ever had a $20 bill or a $50 bill and you could keep it for months until you broke it? Then you find it's gone. That's right. You see? And you, you, you said, I, I'm, I'm keeping this for an emergency. Emergency ain't Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's not, come on here. That's not an emergency. Right, but, well, but I'll put it back in to say, no, you won't. Are you with me? All right. So we're trying to get you to understand dealing with things through a reprobated mind can cause you a whole lot of problems. That's right. That's right. There was a ball player named Mickey Mantle, played for the Yankees, Hall of Famer. He died with liver cancer, suffered it, and he made a statement that I never forgot. He said, if I'd known I was going to live this long, I would have took better care of myself. But it was too late. You, you know somebody done told him, you need to quit drinking so much. You know, this is my body. I can do what I want to do with it. Now you're suffering the consequences. That's what a reprobated mind or a depraved mind winds up because it costs you. There's consequences with it. All right? Pastor, the definition of reprobate means to condemn strongly as unworthy, unacceptable, or evil. That's t- so God said, I'm, I'm, go. Isn't that something? And you've told people that no matter what you do, God will forgive you, not according to the scriptures. That's right. If you don't come with your heart right, you hung out there. Because he said, I'm sick of you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, it's this thing, he didn't say it. This is the thing that I say that, that uh, I tell some people sometimes, that don't, don't feel that you can't call me. Once. All right? Get a new problem. That's right. You got the same problem, and you can't come to me asking for counsel for the same thing. Because that meant you didn't hear what I said the first time. That's right. So it lets me know you ain't going to hear what I'm saying the second time. And I ain't wasting my time begging you to take care of yourself. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's scripture with God doing that, but some of you all need to get this lesson because I know some of you in here, you, one of the worst things to waste is time. You get my age, you don't want to waste no time dealing with a fool. Yeah, y'all don't know about it yet. You get, well, you, uh, you hope you get that. Well, 
to that age. Go ahead. A reprobate person is a person who is predestined to damnation. Now some people are predestined, <laughs> they're predestined to go to hell. They're doing everything they can to make their way to hell. And people get uncomfortable. I told you to be uncomfortable. Do you know who, there's a hell, right? That's right. If there's a hell, then that's a place for somebody to be. That's right. That's these folks. We want to talk about heaven. You know, well, she's on Golden Street. No, he, no, ain't they're in hell. You see, why? Because they, they got heard the gospel. They heard the gospel. They had counseling, but they decided to still do it their way. You see, there's a lot of people that's getting, getting sick, has been sick. Men that has been sick, it's got that reprobate. I'm talking about life. I'm breaking this down to life. That's right. You, wife, because you know she don't know nothing, right? Wife's telling her, him, you need to go to the doctor. I don't need to go to the doctor. I feel all right. That's right. Make a plane. Then two years later, you get major surgery for prostate cancer. I know a guy. That's right. That's right. Sister Gwen told me. You see, but she didn't know nothing. My body, go when I get ready. I feel all right. All that stuff they talking about at a certain age. Come on. But look what happened. You, are y'all getting, this is a lesson for you. Ask me if I didn't go get that colonoscopy last Wednesday. <laughs> couldn't wait. No, couldn't wait to get in there to find out. If everything was all right. She ain't got to tell me to get there. I'm ready. You see, you see, are you with me? That's right. I'm not going to have a depraved mind because there's a consequence behind that. You see, you know, I told y'all last week that PSAs, they want you under four. Mine's under, under two. Could, couldn't wait to get the blood test. You see, but a rep, person with a reprobate mind ain't hearing God, but also ain't hearing nobody else. That's right. That's right. And then wind up in the hospital with something, and it's too late. You understand? That's right. All right. And Pastor, a depraved person, depraved is perverse behavior lacking moral decency. And then the last part of this says it's a serial, serial killer. killer. <laughs> this is a dictionary. Go to the dictionary, serial killer. That's right. That's right. But you know what a serial killer is? Is a person that will kill every part of their life. That's right. Yeah, you're killing. That's a serial killer. Well, I'm going to kill. Love. I'm gonna kill respect. I'm gonna kill integrity. I'm gonna kill honor. That's a serial killer. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? And so we don't want to be those people. You see? All right. And I like this scripture here. This is one of my. We're talking about Jesus giving us parables, and we're talking about waste. People, I'm telling you, in my terminology, don't waste your life. I had no, when I went in, I was so happy when they told me, Sister Etta, we'll see you in five years. Well, I ain't got a whole lot of five years left. That's just a fact. See, five years, I'll be 80. And five years from then, I, you hope I don't, I'm 85. And we're getting ready to shut that thing down here pretty soon. But you see what I'm saying? So I'm going to live the way God would have me to live to get the most out of my life. That's right that I can get out of my life. Amen. 
Do you understand? I, to do that, I've got to listen, yes. To God, yes. To the doctors, yes. To my wife, yes. Do y'all understand me? That's right. All right. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6 from the NIV says, Beautiful scripture. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. Well, if you do, on, that's good. I got to stop with that. I like that. The Bible is telling you, it's telling you. What, why would you throw your pearls to the pigs? And he's a, it's a parable Jesus is using. He's trying to tell you, why would you throw anything of value to the pigs? Because uh, you know what the pigs are going to do. What are the pigs going to do? They may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. They're gonna, they may trample them under the, your, their feet and tear you to pieces. You see? Somebody in this church knows what I'm talking about. They've done it with their heart. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Yeah, they've done it with their heart. You put your heart out there as a special, your heart is a pearl. You put it out there and, and put it, gave somebody, I'll give you my heart. And guess what they done with it? Trampled. They trampled on it and tore it to pieces. That meant that, you know, now you all messed up. You see? It's a parable. We un need to understand that. Be time. How, how many people have wasted time? Time's a parable here, a, right. a, a pearl here. Wasting time in their life trying to run somebody else's. Mm. You see? And the Bible tells us it wind up tearing you to pieces. Mm -hmm. How many nights? Somebody may experience this in here. How many, how many times are you going to try to deal with that disobedient child? That you've put in every, I hear people, they, I mean, they mortgage their homes to keep somebody out of prison. Mm. Not. That's right. You had the key to get in there, get the key to get out. That's right. Right. You see? But no, right. some people have done that. They've done, put everything in, and what happened? They trampled on it. Are you with me? Their heart, their spirit, be careful what you do with your pearls. That's right. Don't waste them. Amen. The pearls are anything of value. Anything of value. Let me tell you, time. And, and don't be afraid to tell people, I don't care who it is, I ain't wasting my time with that. That's right. I'm not wasting my time with that. My time is too precious to be wasting my time with a bunch of foolishness. Come on. My brother Gerald and I were talking today, this morning, about some situations, circumstances, like he was telling us, don't waste my time with that foolishness. Because, see, when you waste your time with it, wait a minute, it'll cause anger, then you won't hurt somebody. Because you didn't got caught up into that. You see, ain't nothing changed with them. They were fooled from the beginning. They still a fool. But now they got you acting a fool. Because you put your pearls there. You see? You see, you, don't, you know, see, you got, let me tell you something. You can't get dirty unless you step in the hog pen. That's right. Don't step into somebody else's mess. That's right. Now, imagine what I'm saying. Don't step into somebody else's. That's right. Stay the plane, Pastor. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? What are you doing? What are you doing? That don't make no sense. You see, you step in, and I've seen people, life was going good, everything's going good in their life, and 
they're doing good as a family and doing everything else, and then somebody, outside family member, something, and it's gonna happen during the, the holidays, it always does, yeah. holidays, and they step over there into the hog pen with one of those pigs <laughs> and mess up their whole holiday. That's right. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You see, well, why did, it, why did, no, that is your responsibility. God is telling him he ain't going to stop him. He said it's your responsibility not to throw your pearls or something valuable. That's what that is, meaning pearl, something valuable to the pigs. It's on you. Mm-hmm. If you what, what do you expect? If you throw it to the pigs, what are the pigs going to do? They're going to trample on it and tear you to pieces. That's right. You see, I've heard people say, you know, he, hurt, he tore, broke my heart and just tore up my heart. Why'd you put your heart in there? Hands of somebody else. Or her, to be her. You see what I'm saying? You gotta get it together now. You in the eyesight, you're Christians? Uh, You in the eyesight of God, you're bought with a price. That's according to the scriptures, right? You are special, right? In the eyesight of God, right? You have no business being in the hog pen. How many of you feel that you've been blessed? Well, why would you take the blessings God's given you and throw them to the swines? It makes no sense. Are y'all with me? You see? And this is what, thank you, this is what this parable is all about. All right? And we're told this way from the voice, just to have a clearer understanding. Don't give precious things to dogs. Oh, wait, I like that. Let me work with that. It says, don't give precious things to dogs. They used to be in the street. I don't think they do it anymore. Hey, dog, what's up? <laughs> yes, some of y'all know it. It used to be a term. It used to be a term. What's up, dog? Oh, oh that's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, when the Bible talks about dogs, it ain't talking about puppies. That's right. Huh? Because in them days, there were no puppies. That's right. Huh? No, I'm serious. Dogs were vicious animals in those days. And that's why he used dogs in those days, right? And, and that scripture is very, very powerful there. Read that again, just that part again. Don't give precious things to dogs. Don't give precious things to dogs. Are you precious in Amen. God's eyesight? That's right. Why would you give your life to the dogs? That's right. Let me come over here. Maybe I'll get a better response. Are you precious in God's eyesight? Amen. Why would you give your life to the dogs? Come on. You see? I, I watch every now and then, I don't watch it often because this just sounds crazy to me. I watch um, Dr. Phil. And they got folks on there giving folks money, hundreds of thousands of dollars to somebody they ain't even seen. Right? right? And then they sitting on there on Dr. Phil with the family crying you see, send that money to me, 250. I'll, at least I'll pray for you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Are, are, are y'all, are yeah. you with me? Yeah. Why, and, I, and I watched them. You done worked all, worked hard, Sister, Sister Plaza, and worked hard, and you give $200,000, 250. Yes, if you've watched it, to somebody that you don't even know. Your retirement gone. And you own Dr. Phil, wanting him to fix it. He ain't fixed it, you see? That was your responsibility. That's right. You see? There's certain things that we can use 
and, and different type of parables that we can use uh, to help us in life, mm -hmm. you know. And, and the Bible uses animals. He's using dogs here, Jesus is. Uh, who, uh, Paul's using that. Who, where am I at? I'm still in Matthew. Jesus is using here. You can use different animals at different times. There was a man who was walking and he saw this snake and the snake was broken. And he took it, took it home with him and, and nursed it back to its health, made sure it was healthy. And then one day the snake bit him. And as he was dying, he asked the snake, why did you bite me? The snake said, you know I was a snake when you picked me up. That's right. That's right. Is that a good parable? That's right. You see? That's on you. You see? See, the, the Bible gives God responsibilities sometimes in our ear, but then he gives us responsibilities. In other words, how can you, listen to me now, how can you have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and do some of the things that we do that take us down? Mm. All right. He goes on to say, don't cast your pearls before swine. Yeah, don't cast your pearls before swines. That's, don't cast your pearls before swine. He's it's, it's our responsibility not to cast our pearls before swines. Wisdom? Why are we throwing at a swine? Why? Wasted. Have you ever gave somebody some good advice and they didn't take it and it just hurt you? Didn't Amen. bother them. Amen. Come, come on, parents. Have you ever gave a, a, a child of yours some good advice? Right? Amen. They didn't take it. Amen. And you crying. Mm. Well. You see? That's my baby. Really? A baby swine. That's right. That's right. You see? I'm making just as real as I can make it. It's just real, folks. Some things you just got to know is just real. You see? Most counseling and, 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 and people who go to counselors and, and counseling, get counseling, uh, most of the time is something that's hurt them that somebody else has done to them. You see? Now, as children, I can understand that. You can't help it as children. But I'm talking about grown folk. Because grown people put themselves in a bad situation and they, it hurt them to the point that they wind up with anxiety and depression, you see? And they're sitting in counselor's office. Now, the counselor ain't gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you. It is not the pig's fault that you jumped into the hog pen. The Bible tells you. That's right. It's your fault. Amen. We'll try to do everything we can to help pull you out of that. Yeah. But that's a tough way to go. Don't get there. That's right. If you listen to the Bible, you won't get there in the first place. Amen. You see, then you won't be like Mickey Mouse saying, I wish if I'd known I was going to live this long, I would have lived a better life. You see? You won't be like your pastor saying, if I'd have listened to my wife two years when she talked to me, I wouldn't have had to have major surgery. I might have had surgery, but not major surgery. That's right. Who do I got to blame on that? If I say, God, you shouldn't tell me. Say, yeah, I did. Yes, sir. 
Well, so when did you tell me? He said, when your wife spoke to you. That's right. That's right. Right? And probably tell me if you'd have been listening and still shaking it off and throwing it into the, with the swat, you wouldn't be having major surgery. Now go on down there and get the major surgery and quit crying. That's right. I would say that. Since I'm just as tough on me as I would be on other people. Let's go. Jesus went on in the voice to say that if you do, the pigs will trample the pearls with their little pig's feet. Yeah, with their little piggy feet. <laughs> if you throw your pearls, I'm telling you, they will trample it over it with their feet. Yeah, right. It ought to upset you this morning, some of you, not at the little piggy, but at yourself. That's right. You see, there's a thing they say in the street, own it. Own it. Own it. This is on me. Because I tell you, I, you, see, if you say this is on me, one thing about it is it'll never happen again. Because right. this is on me. I ain't even going to pray about it because this is on me. That's right. Yeah, I'm paying the price for what I've done. This is on me. I won't let the same dog bite me twice. That's right. Amen. Amen. All Pastor right. went on to say that not only will they trample on it, but they will turn back and attack you. Yeah, they'll turn back and attack you. This is a scripture. And some of you in here, uh, as we were talking this morning, my brother and I, your folk will get, everybody's doing good. Something come up, situation come up. Have you ever had it? A family member come at you. That's right. And it's usually somebody ain't done nothing. For the folk. But they come back and attack you. And the next thing, you want to hurt somebody. You see? You understand? That's right. Okay, okay. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. You see? We got to learn. The Bible teaches us how to live. Thank you. How to live the life. That's right. But it also teaches us how to be responsible for the blessings that God has given us. Amen. You see, bankruptcy comes from what? Throwing it to the swines. You see? Somebody was talking, I don't know if I was who I was talking to, somebody in the church here was telling me that someone was talking to them. And they had three kids and it was gonna cost them around $300,000, not dollars $3,000 to get them what they wanted for Christmas. Well, yeah, you know, I guess I don't know how to work them things, but I guess you, you got these electronics. You know, $3,000? It's probably two, yeah, it's probably house payment, maybe three house payments for three months for some of you. No, no, this is where we're at now. And you know, and they're probably gonna do that at what, 10 to 15% interest. Are you with me? Throwing your money to the swines. That's good to see some of, I love to see young people that are take, getting a good education, that's going to college, excuse me, going to college and getting a good education. One of our members years ago came to me and she was, she was kind of laughing, went to CMSU down there and, she was friends with the dean, and she had graduated, and this is what he told her. 
I wished you would have got an education while you were here. Did you know you can go to college and, and graduate and not get an education? That's right. See, people don't tell you that, but you can go and get, not get an education. So what happened? She threw what? Her pearls to the swine and just took some classes that were useless, got the paper, but the paper was useless. You see, four years of uselessness. You see, nothing wrong with it, okay? Nothing wrong with it wind up having to go to Ford on assembly line. Nothing wrong with going to Ford on assembly line. Something's wrong with going to Ford on assembly line when your parents is paying a lot of money for you to get an education. That's right. That's a whole different ball game, that. You see, and you paying student loans on going to school and not getting an education. That's right. Are y'all with me? Yeah. The Bible teaches us about life. That's right. Jesus was a master teacher about life. Yeah. My question is, how valuable do you think you are as a person? You need to think about that this morning. Where are you putting your life at? Find that spiritually, mentally, emotionally, Financially, what are you doing with your life? Jesus says, are you throwing your life, the pearls that I died for, to the swines? Mm. You think about that. All right. He went on to say in Matthew chapter 10, verse 14, if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, <laughs> leave that hometown and shake the dust off your feet. Here you go. Here's again. Why are you over these people's house? Uh, huh? Why are you over there? Mm -hmm. They ain't heard nothing you had to say. Ever. And you keep going over there. This ain't pastor saying it, which I would have wrote it. This ain't pastor saying, why you keep going over there? Get out of there, dust your feet, and leave. This is what Jesus says, if any one of you, I mean, if, if you're not welcome, I mean, and you're not listening to my words, here's my thing, don't call me unless you want to hear what I got to say. That's right. You see, you see, I'm telling you, this ain't no volunteer information. This is information for a desperate person because you call me, you see. So it's easy for me. So I ain't spending the night trying to convince you what to do right until it's daylight. Dust your feet and leave. It sounds cold, but it's just a fact. That's right. He would, if God would not have had the Holy Spirit to put this in here, if it wasn't for us, read that again, because we have some people in here that really need this, or he wouldn't have asked me to do this kind of a lesson. That's right. This is the holidays. I know this is the holidays, but you need to, wait a minute, it's a day. Holiday. You see? Don't let a holiday cause you pain for a whole year. That's right. That's right. That's right. Can I say it? Don't, have, don't let a holiday cause you to have to act ignorant dealing with a fool. The Bible says, get out of there. That's right. Read that again, please. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust 
off your feet. Somebody in here probably needs to shake the dust. It ain't going to get any better. You're wasting your time. Dust your feet. And don't come up here talking about, but that's my, no. no. That ain't your. Do you understand what I'm saying? Dust your feet. Why are we scared? I mean, but you don't understand. I don't want to be alone. Mm. Make a claim. I would rather be alone than to be living with a little pee. Trampling on everything. Years ago, the ponders probably remember I'd done a sermon called Pigs in the Parlor. Yeah, I may need to do pigs in the parlor. Yeah. yeah, why'd you let them pigs come up in your home? That's right. You see? Why are you going to the home of a pig? Well, you can look and see they're pigs. That's right. Yes, dust your feet. It's time to dust your feet. Well, you don't understand. I don't, I, yeah, I do. One thing I do understand is the Bible has told me to, to leave you alone. It's time for me to get out of here. Right. All right. This is uncomfortable, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's, an, and, and it's, it's very uncomfortable. And sometimes we need to quit all of that mm-hmm. shouting and moaning and stuff and get down to what's really happening right. in folks' lives. That's right. This is what's happening in folks' lives. Church folks' lives. You see? Right? Well, you know the Lord. No, the Lord didn't tell you to get in the pig pen. That's right. You decided to get in the pig pen. That's right. And, and play with the little piggies. And now you mad because you got mud on you. That's right. I'm trying to make it plain. Yes, you see? All right. Turn to Proverbs chapter 9, verse 8. I'm going to read the NIV. It says, Do not rebuke mockers, or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise, and they will love you. Go find somebody that's wise. I hope that I'm talking to wise people in here. Man. If I'm talking to wise people, they're going to love me. Mm-hmm. They understand that pastor, old pastor's trying to help me to become a better person and to live a better life. That's right. You see, I'm not the great, there's a song, remember, the, I'm the entertainer, the great entertainer. We ain't trying to entertain nobody up in here. I'm trying to help you to understand that some people sitting here today need to listen to what pastor's saying and watch what you're doing with the value of your life. It is your responsibility. God ain't got to come down out of heaven and tell you how to handle your money. You handle your money. God, you got the spirit, you got the power of the Holy Spirit, right? You have wisdom, right? Sometimes we, we take our wisdom and put it in the hog pen, and now we have nothing left for ourselves. Do you understand? So this morning message is for you all, because you got two, two weeks, is it two weeks for Christmas? You have two weeks before Christmas. Slow it down. Slow it down. Think about it. You see? Think about it. This is just some good advice for, for you, okay? If you can't afford it, yeah, can't afford it. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. You see, and what you have to do is say, this is all we have. You see, and we, we, mom and daddy right now are going through something because people are losing their jobs now. We're going through something and we're going to make the best we can 
You see? You understand? Yeah, because you know Santa Claus ain't real. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, only the people in here say amen to know what I'm talking about. There was a time when Christmas, you were glad to get a pair of shoes and some jeans or a dress or something to wear. Amen. Amen. You know that? But now some people have the money. You got the money. But even though you have the money, teach your children how much they should get and how much they shouldn't get. Yes, right? Are, 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 you, are you good? Amen. All right. Are we going to be okay? Yes. You love your pastor? Amen. You love the scriptures? Amen. You love yourself? Amen. Don't throw it in the hog pen. Right. Amen. I will be this is 